Maddie. And welcome to the Millennial Minimalist. Hi, everyone. After a few weeks away, we are back, and today we are excited to share an update on our minimalist lifestyles. And in our discussion, we work to inspire you to adopt mindful lifestyle practices to help you live by what's most essential to you. We talk about building in non-negotiable activities into your schedule to help you keep on track, and the importance of setting boundaries when it comes to how you manage your time. We specifically stress the importance of organizing your life by priority to avoid sacrificing the important things in your life. Plus, through the lens of the late American author Wayne Dyer, we discuss how to manage ongoing mental clutter. Wayne Dyer fostered the idea that your imagination can help you manifest the life you want. And we share some of his ideas to help you ditch the things that may be holding you back. Be inspired to adopt mindful lifestyle practices to help you maintain a simpler and more intentional life. It's so nice to be here with you, Lauren, back recording together. It's been like a few weeks now, so it's great to be back. Yeah, I know. I feel like that time flew by. It really, really did. It's it's only been a, a few weeks, it really just the month of September that we've been gone. And for those who may be listening to our podcast for the first time today, we took a few weeks off, um, actually for the first time in two years. <laughs> So for two years straight, we didn't take any time off, which I was just like, it's amazing. Oh, that's crazy. Huge accomplishment. But yeah, we realized that September is a really busy month for me work-wise. And I realized, and that's a part of living a minimalist lifestyle, is being on top of all of your priorities and make sure making sure that you're not spread too thin. And for you, Lauren, I know you are also focusing on comedy now and you're also a real estate agent by day. And so you also had a ton on the go this month too. So it was really, really nice. Yeah. And I've realized over, well, just even over the summer that, you know, you always want to pack your calendar so full to get everything in, but it just does not make your life enjoyable running from one thing to the next constantly. Yeah. And then you're sacrificing certain things that may be essential to you. So since our last episode, we actually asked you to fill out a survey uh, to gather your feedback on our podcast, just to get an idea of what you love about our podcast, the subjects that really interest you the most, and also what your goals are, right? We want to know what your goals are so that we can deliver content that interests you the most. So I've taken a peek at it. Lauren's taken a peek as well. We're actually going to sit down and review it all together. It's been so rewarding reading your responses. It's, it's, your feedback is incredibly helpful to us, but it's also super motivating. I can't explain how grateful we are. Like it motivates us to continue to, you know, deliver the content that you love. uh, And it really helps our podcast grow. Yeah, and now we know what kind of episodes you want and what you want us to talk about. And it was interesting. Kelly called it a report card. <laughs> yeah, it felt like a report card. Like we were, you know, we've been doing this for two years now. And just to read your feedback is super helpful. And uh, hopefully we continue this on for a long time. So so thank you. So today's conversation is really a fun catch up on our lifestyles. And we'll be sharing how we have both been maintaining certain habits to keep on track because this Lifestyle is all about maintenance. So I want to start by saying what really motivated me to be like, hey, like we need to take a little bit of break from the podcast was, first of all, we really wanted to know what you guys were interested in the most. But at the same time, I actually listened to a podcast, the Essentialism podcast by Greg McEwen, who I constantly mention because he's one of my favorite authors. He spoke with an author named Robert Glazer. 
He is the CEO of a global marketing agency. Apparently he was named like the number two CEO in all of America, like a very, very well, highly regarded guy. Anyways, they talk about the common problem of overworking ourselves and the importance of making time for prioritizing self-care. And there was a moment where at the end of the summer, I felt very spread then, as I said before. And he's talking to this guy who talks about his experience, like where he collapsed from burnout. And then he also interviewed Ariana Huffington as well, who also collapsed. And it's like, I don't want to have to get there to change. And I realized that, hey, we need to take a step back so that we can give other areas our full focus, focus on what's essential in that period so that we can come back better, right? And more present. So I'm feeling like that right now, which is really great. Okay, good. I drove by someone yesterday and their license plate was self-care. Oh, really? <laughs> I took That's a picture. Awesome. I just thought it was funny. That's so you. I love it. <laughs> I feel like you're the master of self-care. I am? Yeah. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you. You always make time for that. I cannot function if I, like, haven't slept properly or... Or you have your daily regimens in some ways, right? So... Yeah, I do Yeah, really and I'm excited to, to hear about that. We're going to talk about those, yeah. So... Um, so I always kind of have sticks to my morning routine, even though I do slightly change it every once in a while. Like, sometimes... I used to always wake up and have coffee and read... But then over the summer, I woke up and did my ballet while I was having my coffee. But then I haven't been reading as much because of that. And recently, um, I switched back. Oh, you did. <laughs> so uh, I actually got up this morning and started reading Jim Carrey's new book. And it was so nice. Like it's I, that, That's the one I got to stick with is, is waking up to like a coffee and a book. Because it makes me so zen after I fin- oh, I'm done reading. So nice. Um I do try to exercise right after, and because it's been so nice this summer, one thing, the pandemic and all of this, and with the gyms being closed, it's forced me to go outside a lot more because you're so much more appreciative of it, knowing that it's going to get cold again. Oh, yes, especially Um, that, yeah. Yeah, a lot of things are still closed, so... I, I've been biking a lot and being like getting that physical activity and outdoors. I mean, there's a lot of science behind this too, but just it, it's so good for your mental health. Like biking by the water every morning completely clears my mind. And you do it every morning, right? I, I try to do it every morning. Wow. That's well, so I, yeah, nice. nine times out of 10, I'll do it. So I've been doing that in the morning and then just like getting ready. I, I've recently been trying to like prep my dinner before I go to work. So I feel like I get home and make my dinner so late and I'm so hungry and I make such a mess. <laughs> but just little things like that that you can kind of prepare yourself for. Um, yeah, I'm still writing comedy and I've been building that with Delaney, which we're going to be interviewing in November again, which is exciting. Yeah, so Delaney Fisher is on the Self Help Podcast, which is a podcast that we both listen to and we've interviewed Delaney in the past. Self Helpless. Uh, Self-helpless, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she's she's super inspiring. So definitely check yeah, that episode she's, out. She's my new comedy coach now. So I've been working on that. What mm-hmm. about you? How's it's your really morning? It's really nice. It's like you're sticking to it, and that's what really helps with your mental clarity, right? Yeah. Oh, I need it. I don't know how people wake up and just get right into the chaos. You also keep your phone outside of your bedroom, right? Yeah. You know what's so funny? Every morning I go to shut off my alarm, and I'm like, don't look at your messages. And sometimes I do. And I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but um, I, I, I say this to people and I'm going to have to find a way to make sure I don't do it. But you should not look at your messages in the morning because you react to it. Your emails, what your friends say. If you're dating someone, even 
comments to see if they responded or not. Like, it just like causes anxiety <laughs> in my mind. And it's just not a good, like, you kind of want to like, wake up, enjoy yeah. the morning, get in that good state. It's someone said to like, look at a motivational quote. So maybe that's something I should do right when I wake up. But I, I or before you go to bed, yeah. Or before you go to bed, or both, yeah. I, I don't keep my phone in my room ever. I always charge it in my kitchen, so I'll get up and shut it off, even though I'm usually up before my alarm. <laughs> you do? Oh, I yeah. usually lie in bed. I'm like, I wonder when it's going to go off. <laughs> so Lauren gets, gets up every day at 6 a.m. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Um, I usually sleep in a little bit more than that. What time do you get up? I get up around, depends on the day, sometimes 6.30, sometimes 7.00. Uh, so it it, de- it depends. Usually, usually around seven a.m. now. Um, um, what time do you go to bed? Ooh, I go to bed too late. So yeah. I'm I'm this person. I get so inspired at the end of the day. I'm a little bit of a I'm a night owl, but I'm also a, nor- a morning person. Oh, so I basically don't sleep. No, I do sleep. Uh, and I've realized that sleep is so important. Uh, as my mom always likes to tell me, you were never a sleeper. And I was like, yeah, I still I'm never a sleeper. <laughs> but I do appreciate a good night's sleep. We all do. But uh, so I, my routine changes a little bit every morning. It's the same routine. It's just not in the same order every yeah. morning. Um, so I never, I never go a day without making my bed. And my morning routine is actually prepared the night before. So I have this night routine and keeping my place clean. I told you this before. I clean as I go with everything I do. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, I don't know how people can go to bed with like a messy kitchen I mean, I know sometimes it's hard, especially if you have family, it's very different. But as if you're living on your own or living with a partner, it can be much easier to make time for, hey, let's clean up the kitchen, let's clean up everything, so that when we wake up in the morning, it's a fresh new start. You know, you don't want yesterday's yeah. dishes. I sometimes go to bed with my place messy, though, because I get so tired at night. Like, um... if I'm, like, cooking and there's... Or if I like shower at night, mm-hmm. it, it's nice because like I'm so tired that right when I put my head on the pillow, I go right to sleep. Right. And I, I know if I start cleaning, it's going to wake me up. But like just a side note so that people understand what messy means to Lauren. Yeah, there's means- like one cup out. <laughs> There's like one plate in the wrong spot. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm going to have to do that in the morning. <laughs> I'm actually impressed that my plant is still here. Yeah, you know what? I put three ice cubes on that every Monday. Oh, that's so cute. So I, I gave I gave Lauren a plant for her birthday. Uh, we mentioned that in our Oh, well, episode. you thought I would have thrown it out. Well, I thought maybe you would have given it to someone else. And I, that's okay. Gift giving. Once you receive the gift, the gift is yours. It's you can still do in the box. I could it. give it to someone. No, that's great. No, I, I, love, no, I that. love the plant. Thank that's you so, so much nice. for that. Uh, so, okay, so... Basically, keeping my physical space clean has really helped me mentally to be able to focus on all my priorities every day. But you've always done that. Yeah, so I've always done that. But something that I really simplified is my bullet journal. So we've mentioned the bullet journal method numerous times. You can check if you haven't listened to it already, our bullet journal method episode with Mac Whale. Anyways, originally when I started bullet journaling, I just compacted my days. Basically, it's a journal. It's a way of organizing your daily tasks, your future goals, and it keeps you accountable. And so it's a physical journal. So you're writing things in. So I used to just compact it and just add way too much work stuff in there. And I was like, no, I'm going to simplify it to five things. So and I try to accomplish five things every day. Something personal, something to do with self-care, 
So whether that be a walk or meditation, or even just taking a long shower, just things like that, self-care. Second, exercise, run, work out. Uh, third one, work, which I actually, I leave blank because everything I need to do with work, I'm going to do on my work calendar. So I separate it, but I do mention it every day because that's a priority. That's the main yeah. priority of the day. But I try to build my work around my life rather than my life around my work. Okay, good. And the next piece is social. So if I can do the fourth thing is I want to do something social every day, whether that's talk to a family member, a friend, or watch a TV show or Netflix. And then the fifth is learning. So that's reading, listening to an audiobook, listening to a podcast. So five things. If I can do the five things every day, then I'll feel accomplished. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah, that is really good. So I would say that if you're just starting this method, I recommend that it's okay if your bullet journal is messy and that your ideas are all over the place because that is a great way to begin because basically what that is is it shows you where you're spending your time. Yeah. So basically if you're writing down your what you need to get done every day, sometimes you try to compact every single minute of every day. Oh yeah, I'm going to get all this done. But it's a planning fallacy, right? You try to you think that you're going to get all that done, but you don't. And then you feel like you're not accomplishing everything. And so you want to simplify things. But what's great is that when you do compact it, you can then look at it and say, oh, this is where I'm spending my time and energy. And then you can start editing it and editing out the stuff that isn't essential. Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. So it's okay if you you're just adopting this process and it's a little bit confusing for you and it's, you know, challenging. A lot of people are like, oh, the bullet journal, like that's a lot of work. It's actually going to help you spend your energy, your time and energy in an intentional direction. So see, I do the other way where I just write out a list of what I want to do every day, as opposed to putting it in a calendar every day, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's okay too. So, okay. So what's really great is that you and I have both built in non-negotiable essentials into our calendars every day. You, you you wake up at six every morning, you go for that bike ride in the morning, you read, you drink your coffee, and then you're ready for the day. You have this routine built in, yeah. and that way you feel like mentally clear for the rest of the day, right? For me, I go for a run every single day, and that it's non-negotiable. Even when I was burnt out this, you know, few weeks ago, uh, I would still make time for that because I knew that I would come back to my work with a fresh mind and be able to work more productively and more efficiently. So yeah, so there's that for me. And I highly recommend people do that. Like you, you got to take that break, even if it's five minutes or 15 minutes. We've said this before, even if it's a five minute coffee break, you, you should do it. And you know what's something else I've been doing? I've also been um, having dinner without any electronics. So not watching TV or watching the computer. Do you ever do that? Do you have dinner and just like silence? I know that sounds weird, but I you started doing what? it and it feels so good. I feel like when I'm, I'm so hungry when I go home from work that I um I like eat fast and I feel like if I'm watching a show, it slows me down. Really? So yeah, I don't know. I That's just, good. Yeah, it's good. So sometimes I'm like, we should put on a show, but... I, I feel like I, I get home at like 6.30 and by the time I cook dinner at 7.30, I'm so hungry. I just want to eat. I don't want to. That's true. That's true. That's so interesting. Yeah. I find that if I'm watching at the same time as eating, I eat faster. <laughs> so I'm the opposite. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> like I'm looking and I'm just like, 
like piling everything into my mouth. Yeah, I guess. I feel like <laughs> sometimes if I'm with people though and we get food, even takeout, and they're like looking for a show to watch, I'm like, you're wasting time. Just open the fan. <laughs> okay, um, so exercise is a big one yeah. uh, for both of us. Also for me, chatting with friends. You know, you were saying going for a walk with your girlfriend or going for a walk with me is really helpful. Yeah, I do. I love that in the evening. It's so nice. Yeah, and even just phone chats. And I was going to say, like, I've been having chats with close friends, including yourself, like like like-minded friends, especially you, Lauren. Like, we've had the best phone chats over the past couple months. Yeah, Kelly will just call me. She'll be like, how are you doing? You'll put me in such a good state if I'm, like, off. If I'm ever off, you'll, like change my perspective it's so nice Aw, that's good to hear that yeah. makes me feel happy uh i always feel like whenever i call you you're on your walk listening to a podcast or you're in a state of mind that you know either you're like super in a motivated state of mind or maybe something happened and we talk through it and you're like oh my gosh i feel so great now yeah, yeah. i feel better I've, i'm very easily defeated but i'm easily inspired <laughs> i don't think you're I guess I like I like that about you. Yeah. I love how you get like super inspired because I think you and I are both geek out on minimalism and just motivational discussions and yeah. podcasts, you know, self-help, lifestyle, entrepreneurial podcasts and also dating podcasts. I've mentioned Jared Freed's J Train podcast and You Up podcast. Yes, it's spelled You Up question mark. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. There are two podcasts that are super funny and they really help me disconnect. Sometimes you just don't want to think you know yeah and you just want to laugh and they make me laugh and I and I love it I also realized today I was thinking walking to work I didn't listen to a podcast or music and I'm like I'm always listening to something and I should just sometimes not be tuned in 24 7 like I yes like and it's hard to come back to your own thoughts and be like okay well what are we gonna think about not listening to someone else speak yeah sing so it's interesting to you. Do you ever do that? Do you just like have- I tr- well sometimes yeah, if I'm like rushed and I, I don't even want to put the headphone in, I'll I'll just think or sometimes I'm like I can't find anything to listen to and then you don't listen to something. And you just have them in your ears and you're just walking. Yeah. yeah. I, do that. <laughs> I think it happens to a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I should do that more is what I'm saying. Yeah, because then you can just, you know, listen to the loud city. Yeah, or zone out. <laughs> or zone out, It's yeah. important. I think it's important to have your own thoughts sometimes. I feel like we're so always listening to other people, which I have a quote about that tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to share it now? Um, okay. I found this. I, I emailed this to myself two years ago, and it still applies for me today. And I think, you know, Kelly and I obviously talk about how we're, like, dating and we're listening to advice on that or just any type of advice, whether it's career or anything. It's by T.K. Coleman. The mother of all advice is that there is no piece of insight that isn't fully capable of destroying your life if you don't combine it with critical thinking and creativity. Meaning that if you get given advice in your life and you're not able to critically think about it before you apply it, even if you decide to apply it to your life, then it can destroy you. Like someone can be like, do this as a career, date that person, say this. And it it can ruin you if you're not able to take a step back and be like, is this advice I want to take? Is this the proper advice? Is this like how I feel? 
So I, that's one thing I, I've just been thinking about recently, it, especially because we listen to so much information with podcasts too. And with us too, like what we're saying. You like, can agree or disagree. Yeah, and take it with a grain of salt. Like maybe it doesn't apply to you. So maybe the home edit applies to you better. <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, we'll later. talk about that after. But no, it's just really interesting. And I, I, I thought about that today and how I do have to come back to that. I find it's interesting that you mentioned that because I've noticed that. So whenever someone gives you a piece of, of advice, you take it in and you will sometimes disagree with it. Yeah. But the old Lauren never did. Oh, I'd be like, oh, they're right. Yeah. I, I found that more recently because asking for, if you ask a few people their advice, I get complete opposite answers from people. Yeah. And um, I was just came to the conclusion. I'm like, I should just like come up with my own wisdom yeah like it's nice to get other people's opinions but I think at the end of the day you gotta go you make your, your own heart. decision yeah um so one thing is you really have to when someone gives you a piece of advice just think about who it's coming from right yeah does this apply to like maybe their world's different than yours right it may be a great piece of advice but it doesn't apply to your world right yeah. so always always keep in mind who it's coming from right I always, sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, no, no. So I wanted to mention that. And there are also situations where, and Hamza Khan, who we've interviewed before on burnout, he's mentioned this before, you know, you'll have certain mentor figures in your life who give you advice and guidance and, and wisdom. And sometimes those mentor figures can change over time. Yeah, Some, they change their minds. It, well, yeah, sometimes you're like, ooh, you know, this this advice that you gave me in this stage in my life, maybe in my 20s or my early 30s, this is really helpful. But now that I'm in this new stage in my life, I feel a little bit disconnected from this mentor figure of mine. And sometimes you just grow apart. And yeah. that's okay. That was really interesting. Um, you also have to go with your gut. Like yeah. I, and maybe you'll get a piece of advice and you're like, oh, that resonates with me. And I feel like that is the right answer. But there's other times where it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, someone was saying this the other day, like, don't always act on logic. It's sometimes it's better to act on emotion. And, and that just goes with your gut feeling on what you think is right for yourself. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of times we're so inundated. Is that the word? Yeah. Well, we have, there's so much distraction and you're like, what way do I go? Like, what's the best advice? I know you're someone. So if any of our listeners out there are struggling with something, they're like, I need someone's advice. Like I want to know, get, gather the opinions, but at the end of the day, write down what you think, you know, write down your opinion, figure yeah. out what that is. And then weigh both sides because at the end of the day, it's it's your decision. It's your life. But I know it can be a lonely feeling you're like, ooh, I don't want to feel alone in making this decision. Yeah. Or just sometimes it's nice to get a second perspective because you might not be seeing things from another yes. way. But uh, no, it's interesting. I just feel like we take in so much information these days that I think it's so important to take a step back and like figure out what's right for you. Yeah. I think that, I think when you said that you know, I can change how you feel in a certain moment. Yeah. I think it's because I I ask you those questions such as, will this, you know, really bother you in 30 days from now? You know, you realize that these situations are, you know, not going to affect you in the long run. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we're such like, no one wants to go through the pain in the moment. It's like, 
I don't want to go through three days of this. Yeah. I want to feel better right now. Yeah. And that's why I try to give you solutions that are, hey, you know, do this. Whereas you might have girlfriends who are like, no. Okay. For example, if if I'm giving Lauren dating advice, she's got other girlfriends. She's got me. I'm usually more direct. Just go forward and just be direct to the person. Other people will be like, go. Let the game continue. Yeah. (laughs) Kelly's like, call it, call the game. Call them. (laughs) Yeah. So funny. Anyways. But on that note, so my boss, he's an awesome leader and he listens to motivational podcasts all the time. And he knows that we have this podcast on minimalism. He's a big supporter. And he says to me at the when, when our event closed a couple days ago, he said, are you familiar with a thought leader, Wayne Dyer? And I said, no, I actually didn't even know who he was, which now that I've done the research on him, I'm embarrassed that I never knew who he was. So he's an American uh, New York Times bestselling self-help author and motivational speaker. Uh, he wrote over 40 books. Uh, apparently his first book was one of the best-selling books of all time. Unfortunately, he passed away five years ago. But what he talks about is how to use your imagination to manifest what you want in life. Oh. I knew that you would love this Yeah. Uh, so my boss mentioned a story. He said that Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, a self-made billionaire entrepreneur, accredited Wayne Dyer as one of the top three influencers in her life. Wow. She said that Dyer recorded audio tapes and she started listening to them when she was 16. Wow. And she said, yeah. And so, and once she blew up, she says, you know, this is the guy. You need to listen to these tapes. And apparently at Spanx, all the staff are told to or to listen to these tapes, which is so fascinating. And you can actually find them on Apple Podcast um, and, and download them on Amazon. So she mentioned, she says, I so immediately I was like, that's so fascinating. So I ran to my laptop. This is a couple days ago. And I read a press release on this, on this story, this exact story about Sarah Blakely crediting him. And she says that he taught her to be a no limit person. She says, quote, I learned that every failure is a gift. It should not stop us in our tracks, but teach us what to change and keep going. And I love that because it just made me think of you and myself. Like a lot of the time, you know, we have all this space because we live this minimalist lifestyle and we're focusing on these passion projects, but these passion projects there's ups and there's downs every day. It's, it's entrepreneurship oh in general. God, yeah. You feel like you're on top of the world one day and the next day, you, you know, you, you don't believe in yourself, but you have to continue to keep going. And, you know, whenever Lauren calls me and she's like, oh, I don't know, I can't, I can't do this. Or if I, if I ever call you and I'm like, I don't know, I can't do this. We both build each other up and say like, yes, you can like keep failing, keep failing. Cause one day you won't. I know. I always have to tell myself that. But it's so hard in the moment when you, like, feel so defeated and, like, lost or confused or, like... I I do keep saying to myself, it's, like, you're just in the middle of it. And, like, that's life. Like, you... Unfortunately, when you get to the end, like, life's over. So you don't want to be running too fast. Yeah. Basically, this guy is saying, like, get rid of the negative self-talk. The emotional and emotional clutter. It's like, stop going to bed saying, 
oh, you know, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong in my life. Start saying, hey, this is what I'm going to have in my life. This is how I'm going to change. This is what I want. And this is what I'm going to get. So start thinking that, hey, like, yes, I'm going to have this and this and this in my life, which I want in the next five years. Start thinking that way and you'll be able to manifest that. And I I just love that mindset because I think it really works. Like I've always had a positive mindset and, you know, I'm human. Obviously we get down at times, but that positive mindset continues to continues to motivate me to keep going. And Wayne actually, so I immediately started listening to some of his tapes. I listened today actually. And he says that his favorite quote is this. He says, if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and and endeavors to live with the life with which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. Mm. So you have to continually think, okay, yes, I'm going to, you know, build this, this empire that I want to build. I'm going to be successful in comedy. I am going to be writing comedy in three years. I'm speaking for you, Lauren. Like I'm going to be writing for the X late night show in three years. I am going to be dating X in a couple of years or a year from now. But I wonder that not like three years, I feel like is so far. Well, I'm just giving you an example. Whatever you want, you can just keep that positivity because you're like you're being negative. <laughs> well, well, no, what he says that he gave you this great example, which I completely agree with. So I never get sick. Yeah, you don't. Knock on wood, like very thankful for that. I think that everyone's different. I think that this can work to a degree. I'm not saying it always works. But I think that those who continue to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to get sick or, oh, you know, oh, I know that's going to make me feel ill, like. It's like a form of negativity. It's like it's like when someone says, oh, I'm not going to do well. I'm not. No, I can't do that. It's like you can't do Well, you're telling yourself you can't do it. So you're not going to be able to do it. Tell yourself that you can. So so that's why. Like I'm, I'm, I always say, oh, you know, oh, no, I won't get sick. I won't get sick. So I don't get sick. <laughs> I think there's yeah. a piece of that. Oh, 100%. There's mind-body connection. I believe in that so, so much. Like that's, of course, like the, it's the placebo that – Right. If you um, tell yourself, they even take people who uh, think they're allergic to gluten and they're not, and they give them something and tell them it's gluten and they have a reaction, even though it's not gluten. Like it's <laughs> okay. just that's they, gonna get a little laugh. Yeah, they, there's just so many things like that. Um, there's a really famous story. I forget which podcast it was, but it was about a guy who didn't do that well in school. He he ended up get, do, getting doing really well on the SAT. And um, he, like, went on to – he, like, after he got this score, he started going to class more because he was like, oh, my God, I'm actually so smart. And he, like, started going to class more, and he, like, graduated. He went on to, like, a really good university. He did so much with his life. And then they he got a letter later on in his life that they actually made a mistake and he got the wrong score and then he did a lot lower but it's just it's what you believe yeah so I don't know but then it's the point like how much do you delude yourself like I I feel like I'm gonna sit here and visualize what I want to the point where I don't even know whether I have it or not but maybe that's a good thing I mean it's also your circle of friends too We'll keep you level-headed. Don't worry. Yeah, I guess. I feel like I'm going to come home and, like, make dinner for my boyfriend and I and then realize I don't have one. <laughs> and be like... <laughs> oh, my God. 
Like, I'm scared I'm going to get to that level. <laughs> it's okay. You just call me. I'll have that place. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, um, this works to a degree. And it's yeah. so soothing listening to Wayne Dyer. He's uh, so... He actually, if you go... To, if you just Google... Not Google, sorry. If you just look up Wayne Dyer on the Apple Podcast app, all of his episodes come up. And he just addresses certain issues. So transitioning into a new career, he talks with a woman and he helps her out. You know, someone who is, you know, dealing with a negative mindset and wants to transition that. So it's very practical and they're like very short and snackable episodes. And so I highly recommend. Yeah, I'm so excited to listen to this tomorrow. I always listen to self-help on my bike rides. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was telling you that I'm like biking by my helmet. Yeah, Lauren always like makes these funny like. Wait, you took a picture of a guy on. Uh, oh, there's golf yeah, and I was like, that's like me. That's gonna be my workout here soon. So there's a guy on a golf cart in the in the running path in the morning, and she's like, "That's me in the future." <laughs> Getting my morning workout, yeah. But Kelly was like, "I'm surprised you haven't met anyone down by the water. You go every morning." And I'm like, "I'm like in a helmet." listening to self-help like if someone approached me in that state <laughs> I would question them that's so funny and they were talking about how the winter is gonna hit and uh it's like dating in Eskimo coats <laughs> I just might have to take the one off I guess you can zoom date I guess yeah you can Not... keep it like tropical in the apartment yeah you, know, you can do feel like tropical summer. backgrounds yeah exactly <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for following along. We have quite a few exciting episodes in store for you this fall. Uh, so please continue to, you know, follow us and rate and review us on iTunes if you can as well. That would be amazing. Uh, it really, really helps us keep motivated and it really helps the podcast grow if you rate and review us. Um, you guys have sent some amazing feedback on there and uh, we'll continue to read some as uh we continue to put out episodes. So thanks again. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. This has been so fun. And tonight. thank you, Lauren. You made me laugh so hard tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. All right. Thanks again, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. And thanks to all of you for continuing on this journey with us. And if you haven't already, please click subscribe and kindly share a five-star rating and review. Your reviews really help us move up the charts and truly keep us motivated. And please stay tuned for our upcoming episode where we share our thoughts on the popular Netflix series that everyone seems to be talking about these days called Get Organized with the Home Edit, a show that follows master organizers Clea Shear and Joanna Templin as they help transform some of the most cluttered spaces. It's a fun one, so please keep an eye out for it. Thanks again and speak soon. Bye-bye.